Unlock the past and safeguard your memories with ScanMyPhotos.com. Here's our special promo code, GoDigital, to get a whopping up to 50% off your photo scanning order. Don't let your cherished moments fade away. Digitize them now with precision and care. Whether it's old slides, photos, or films, bring them into the digital age and relive those precious memories. This is an affiliate promotion, meaning we may earn a commission if you take advantage of this fantastic deal. Act fast, preserve your history, and save big with Go Digital at ScanMyPhotos.com. Welcome to Ask Maureen, where we cover historical image analysis, genealogy, and how to work with your family photo collection. I'm Maureen Taylor, the photo detective, and I'll try to answer your questions. Welcome to the photo detective. You can watch this video on Facebook or listen to the podcast on iTunes. I'm known as the photo detective for my work revealing family history and old photos. And today I'm excited because I have a special guest and I don't know if you've heard of her or not, but she's a genealogist and she tinkers with photography kind of a lot and she merges them in a brand new way. So Rachel Rifkin, right? Is that how I pronounce it, Rachel? Rachel Rifkin's work focuses on bridging the gap between generations, cultures, and backgrounds by concentrating on our similarities and listening to other stories. She helps people write their ethical wills and life stories, incorporates family photos into the articles and essays she writes, and once posed, this is the best part, once posed as eight of her relatives in order to highlight shared family traits and stories. The photo project went viral, as you can imagine, and was featured on BuzzFeed, Board Panda, and the Jewish Journal. So Rachel, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I saw that when it went viral, and I was so intrigued by it. I was like, wow, how would you do that? And actually, so I have a question. How did you decide to to do this project? How did you decide to sort of masquerade as eight of your relatives in photographs? Isn't that something everyone does? You know, no. Uh, (laughs) So I found this photo of my great-grandmother, Fanny. My aunt gave it to me because she knows I'm the family historian. And... uh, she knew I'd like it, and um, none of us had seen it before, and I thought I'd seen all the photos. So it was really, it was, it was awesome to be able to see a new one. It was, it was really a big picture. It's a beautiful picture, and my great-grandmother looks kind of sassy in it. Um, you'll have to see in a minute, but she's a little smirky, a little, little smirky. Um, and I just thought it was kind of uh, interesting for the time period where you're kind of used to people holding a serious expression. She kind of looked like she was almost like giving the camera operator a wink or something. So anyway, um, I thought it was such a cool expression on her face. I was like, I wonder if I could make that expression. So I took the photo and into the mirror and I put it next to me like this and I tried to make the expression and I was like hey that's pretty good well it's pretty cool because we is that my microphone making that noise I hope not uh so it's pretty cool because 
we always look in the mirror, right, and think, oh, where did I get those eyebrows or that nose or whose eyes do I have? It's all about finding your identity. And so mm -hmm. it's very interesting to see you, I don't want to say masquerade, but sort of dress up like your ancestors. And you'll all see what I mean in a minute. We talk about these photographs. Now, in no what I found online was that in November 2014, that you worked with filmmaker photographer Angela Park, graphic designer Tara Nitz, costume designer and makeup artist Catherine Wilson, and hairdresser Tammy Rupp mm -hmm. came together to help you recreate those photos of your parents, grandparents, great grandparents, and cousins. I'm teasing, I'm teasing everyone now because I haven't actually put one of these on the screen yet. But I want to know, I mean, that sounds like an enormous team of people. You have this idea, you hold that picture up next to you in the mirror and you think, I could do this. I wonder what else I could do with this. And then you get this whole team together. So the question is, did you receive any sort of funding to help you hire all these people? I tried to. Um, I went to my local arts council and I wrote a grant. It did not go through because it wasn't uh, you know, focused enough on the city. So I was just like, you know what, I want to do it. Um, I ended up, when I was posing, I just found out I was pregnant. So you know, I was going to get big soon and I just wanted to do it. I'd you have that. Wanted to do it. So here's the thing. I'm going to pull up a couple of photos and we can talk about them. And let's see if I picked your favorite. So here's Fanny. And I'm going to share the screen so everyone can see it. I'm recording. Thank you. Yeah, great. Uh, am I sharing? Yes. Okay. So now you can see me and you and the picture, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. Great. So here's Fanny. This is the photograph that you found, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. a great one. And you're right. She's smirking. She's totally smirking. She's totally smirking. <laughs> so obviously you don't have this exact same dress. Right. So the people I worked with are really great. Um, so Katie was my friend, or is my friend, um, and she didn't even take my measurements. She just looked at me and found stuff at a college she was working at, costume-wise. And it works. It works pretty well. I mean, I would love it if I could have that dress that she's wearing. It's, it's really beautiful. All those little buttons and, and things. Buttons. Right. So it's a woman standing next to almost like a pillar resting mm -hmm. on it with one hand on her under her chin and one resting on the pillar and she has this beautiful dress on from that you know second decade of the 20th century mm -hmm. and her hair is done so that the the loop comes over her forehead and then you're wearing sort of a wrap suit which actually looks pretty close to what Fanny is wearing in the original so tell me a little bit about how you made this happen because you don't have that pedestal, so you photoshopped yourself in, right? Yeah, we actually did this at my house. Uh, we put up a green screen in the back, and I forget what I ended up um, like leaning against, but it was something that was close enough that they could kind of take that out and then, you know, put in the original pedestal. And I remember, like, since I didn't have a mirror in front of me, I was trying to fold my hands exactly the way 
Fanny was, and I ended up looking kind of weird. My friend had to keep folding my fingers in a certain way <laughs> to make it look exactly like her. Um, it was it was a really cool experience because it's like it's kind of like getting to live as your ancestors for like you know an hour or something for each. Did it make you feel closer to Fanny? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I was. I also wrote with the project. I wrote a little summary, kind of, of her life, and then a summary of our uh, similarities and differences. Oh, that's. And awesome. so I've just been kind of thinking about that with each of the relatives I posed as, and it helped me kind of quote unquote get into character, and and think about what they might have been thinking in that moment and where their lives were at at that particular moment in their lives as well. So my guest today is. Rachel Rifkin, and her work focuses on bridging the gap between generations using phot photography, but you worked with a costume person, a makeup person, a hair person to help yeah. recreate the look that your ancestors had in the photographs, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, I, I have some interesting photos of my relatives, and I wouldn't mind sort of dressing up like one of them if I could have oh. that same hat, for instance. <laughs> Oh, I totally encourage everyone to do this if you can. I mean, it's it's hard to like get a makeup person and a costume person and all that kind of stuff unless you you know people like that. But even so, even if you don't dress up like them, if even if you just put a picture of yourself around a similar age as the relative that you're posing or that the picture is of, you can still see the similarities, you know. If you're looking for the similarities, you'll find them. So here's another one we can share, which is Thelma. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, look at that look in her eye. I know. I've so tried to get that look, and I just could not do it. She has, I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like a vixen, I guess. Uh, yeah, a little bit, right. It's a come hither look. Mm -hmm. Like she's I am not starting with the photographer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, even though you have different sweaters, yours is beaded and hers is not, and you have different silk scarves and you have similar lipstick and, but you, you know, your features aren't exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Somehow it translates into your Thelma. Yeah, I mean, the idea with the project was not to look exactly the same as someone, because, uh, you know, you're a composite of so many different relatives. That's right. You're not going to look exactly the same unless it's maybe close to your mom or, or a sibling or something. But it's to pick up on the similarities and, and kind of just think about them. Like, if you look at the pictures here, our noses kind of look similar. Yes. Uh, our eyes a little bit, and the eyebrows were done to maximize kind of that vixen look. And then of course the hair, which that was fun. It took a long time, longer than I thought it would take. A lot of hairspray. A lot of hairspray. <laughs> and um, I don't know a ton about her, but I, I do know my grandmother, this is my grandmother's first cousin. And they used to fight over what I'm not sure. She said they were competitive. Um, but I don't know, you can kind of see that coming through almost, like she's a little mischievous. So by dressing up like your ancestor, do you have a sense of who they were as people, do you think? 
or what their lives were like? Because you just said it took forever to make that doop de doo in your hair. <laughs> I think it. I think it did make me feel like closer to them and really imagine what it was like for them. Like I said, in that moment in their lives, and I tried to imagine like what they were doing that day, and um, like even putting on their clothes, that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh my god, did Thelma like regularly have to hairspray her hair that? that much that's awful um that kind of stuff and what about uh do you know why Thelma posed or why Fanny posed for their picture I don't I kind of made up a backstory for each of them for Fanny and you know I, I don't know if this is historically accurate but I was thinking you know you're probably not taking a ton of photos back then in the early 1900s, probably 1915-ish mm. for Fanny. Um, and so this would have been almost like a special occasion. It would have been kind of a big deal. She's all dressed up. And then she's trying to keep a straight face, but maybe someone said something funny or they were like, okay, keep that pose. And she just couldn't do it anymore. And then for Thelma, I don't know, I just imagine her kind of going about her day and someone took out a camera and was like, all right, cheese, or whatever they said back then. Maybe it was still cheese. Um, I think it was still cheese. Yeah. Well, let's go to another one. So now you're doing cross-dressing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this one would turn out the worst. And I thought it actually turned out pretty pretty well. Um, there's no picture of my brother in, in the series, but I look a lot like my brother and kind of like my great-great-grandfather. Who's depicted in this photograph. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he never came over from Poland. He lived there and, and died there. And from what I know, he was a religious man mm -hmm. um, with a very nice, healthy beard. <laughs> um, Let's see, what else about him? Oh, I just remember when I was posing as him, I started acting like I was the father and fiddler on the roof. I started to dance around and stuff. I don't know why that kind of came out, considering he looks so serious. But I had a really good time dressing up like him. Perhaps even that was my, my favorite one. Well, you look a lot like him. I do. I totally didn't expect to look that much like him, which then I wasn't sure how I felt about that. Is it good that I look a lot like him? Well, without the beard. Mm, yes. Because he has a very full beard. Oh, my God. And putting on the beard, too, that was an experience. It felt really interesting. I don't know how to describe it. And I also thought, like, the beard would look cheesy, but it looks pretty good, actually. It looks pretty good. The mm. photographs look great. I mean, they look like they were original. So I hope you're going to mark these on the back so that later no one in the family confuses. Oh, yeah. Who's confused? I've had this, uh, these photos put up at, you know, the occasional gallery. And it's fun to watch people try to figure out who's the original. Like, to me, it's really obvious, obviously. Um, but it's cool. Like, you see people going, hmm. <laughs> That means you've done a good job, Rachel. I think so, yeah. And he was one of those those people I wish I knew a lot more about. Um, I'm lucky to have had really any information about him. When I was going through my grandparents' stuff, 
I found a letter that, let's see, his youngest daughter had written to my grandfather. So that would be my grandfather's aunt. Um, and he had just asked some questions about his father and about his grandfather. And I got just a tiny little bit about him. But he's, he was the namesake of my grandfather as well. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And the grandfather I'm talking about, you may not have chosen this picture, but he's also in the series. I posed as him when he was on the way back from Korea, his, his tour in Korea. Oh, got him. Yeah, there he is. I do not think I ended up looking that, that much like him in this picture, which I was a little sad about because he is the one that got me into family history. It was finding his Korean War memoir that that took me down this path. Um, my story I usually tell is that he was 27 when he wrote the letters to my grandmother that mm -hmm. the Korean War memoir was based on, and I was 26 when I found his Korean War memoir. So getting to know him, like as like a friend or a peer was was surreal and just really great you know like i got to see him as um someone that i would want to hang out with and someone i had a lot in common with um in that period of our lives versus you know he was a cool guy as my grandfather too but he was you know older and i thought of him in a certain way which is which is kind of silly like you know our relatives get frozen in a certain time period sometimes, especially our grandparents. And it was great to see him as someone my age. Well, that's right. And here he is on the, well, you Photoshopped it, right? No, it's a different ship. No, it's Photoshopped. Photoshopped. So they Photoshopped you into the picture. Uh, and he's in uniform. He is, yeah. Um, and he put a lot of captions on photos during that time period because he was already thinking about doing this memoir that he did not end up selling, which was kind of sad for him. But um, he had a lot of detailed captions. And on the back of this one, I know that he was on the way back from Korea. He's on the way to go home finally after about, let's see, like a year and a half away. So he was happy. <laughs> he was happy. So given that you did this four, almost, I mean, five years ago now, do you, yeah. yeah, do you have any intention of doing it again? I thought about it actually updating it with my kids, but I think privacy wise, I, I'm probably not going to do it unless I get their permission or something. Um, but it is, you know, I've had two kids since this project and it's, I love seeing like the similarities between us and a lot of people will say that they're my, both of them are my mini me. And, and then I can see some of my husband in there too. So, I mean, one day maybe it would be great to update it with them. So tell me how this all went viral. Like you came up with this idea, you did an exhibit. I actually first uh, wrote it up via Huffington post. Um, I was a contributor, and I put in the backstory and a little bit about each of the the relatives that I posed as, and then I included the photos. And you know, I I turned it in, and then it kind of it just went viral from there. Also, I think like submitted it to to Board Panda and a couple other places, and and then one day I saw let's see, I think the website is A Plus, which Ashton Kutcher started and I saw that he had shared it 
on his page. So that was nice. That was nice. Then I got a lot of comments and people say a lot of weird things. Most people are complimentary, but some people are like, you don't look like any of your relatives. I was like, oh, okay, thanks for your opinion. <laughs> There's some insight there, isn't it? There's some, you, you, like what people see or what they oh, want. Oh, yeah. I found that to be really interesting because, you know, I see certain aspects in my face a lot more than other people will. And the same goes, like, when I will tell someone like my dad, like, oh, you know, my son looks a lot like you in this picture or your ears are similar. He's like, okay. Like, Whatever. I believe right. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder what it says about a person, you know, when you look at someone and you see similarities, like, is it, is it remind you of someone from your own past? I don't know. I know. So what's next? Um, well, I still like to get this photo project out there because um, the original intent was to get people thinking about their own family history and their own similarities with their family. And that's kind of a big thing for me. I love hearing about people's family stories. I love hearing their backgrounds. It's, it's really cool. And I think when we concentrate on our similarities, like there's a, this potential to kind of bridge gaps. Like I had said in my bio, um, there's, there's a couple studies out there that show if you feel like you have something in common with someone, you'll stop and talk with them longer. You'll be more willing to listen to them. And that's really important. Um, this isn't to say that we should ignore our differences or anything. I think we should celebrate our differences or at least, you know, just be very matter of fact about them. But we can bond over the similarities and then discuss our differences. And that's true for within your family and, and with anyone, really. And that's true for your photo project as well. Because you did get to see how you are the same and how you are different than your ancestors. Yeah, so today, definitely. Today's guest was Rachel Rifkin. Rachel, do you have a website? I forgot to ask you if you have a website for this project. Uh, not for the project, but I do have it. There's still the original article on Huffington Post. Um, I can give you a link to that. And then I have a website that's Life Stories Today, all spelled out. Com. Great. Thank you so much for joining me today, Rachel. And I will let you know what the feedback is on your family photos. Thank you so much. It's been really fun. Thank you for watching and listening. You can submit your questions for future episodes using the Ask Maureen button on MaureenTaylor.com or through any of my social media contacts. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as The Photo Detective and on Facebook at Maureen Photo Detective. I hope you'll come back for the next show. Don't forget to send me your questions. I'm thrilled to be offering something new. Photo Investigations. These collaborative one-on-one -on -one sessions look at your family photos. You and I meet to discuss your mystery images and find out how each clue and hint might contribute to your family history. And trust me, these images can reveal so much in your research. I have decades of experience in the photo, genealogy, and history industries. 
This is your chance to learn from me and discover the stories in your family images. You can find out more by going to MaureenTaylor.com and clicking on Family Photo Investigations.